Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. Thanks for joining me on this seventh day of March as we are marching through the Gospel of Mark, continuing our journey with Jesus and his disciples now across the Sea of Galilee on the boat. Remember, Jesus said to them in Mark 4.35, let us cross over to the other side. And as I like to remind you, if Jesus says, let's cross over to the other side, you're going to make it to the other side. The storm that follows is a storm that scares the disciples, likely because they're heading to the country of the Gadarenes. But what they do in that storm is try to empty the boat of the water. That makes sense. The windstorm arose and the waves beat the boat, so it was already filling. We covered that yesterday in verse 37. And of course, the storm's an analogy. Sometimes it's the storm that chases us due to our consequences and the things we've done, like Jonah And sometimes it's a storm that's just a storm. That's this one. We know this. We're going to find this out in the next couple of days. We know this because of the way Jesus treats it. But before we get to the Jesus treatment, I want to deal with the disciple treatment. Now, they're treating the storm in natural terms. At this point, they're just trying to get the water out of the boat. That makes sense. If you've ever been in a boat and it starts raining... You try to get to the shore as quickly as possible, lest you get caught in the middle of the lake or wherever, and the water, you take on more water than your boat's able to handle. Then you're in real trouble. Well, they're no doubt trying to get to the shore. Um, they're worried about the shore they're going to, so they, they read something into the storm. But in a natural sense, it's, this is the literal etymology of the phrase, all hands on deck. Everybody help out. Well, they go to Jesus because, remember, all hands on deck. Everyone help out. And here's what they find in verse 38. But Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Well, well. We have a narrative device, and then we have a question. And the narrative device is he's asleep on a pillow, a phrase that Mark did not have to throw in. He could have just said Jesus was napping. But Jesus asleep on a pillow seems to indicate that Jesus was nice and comfy. He had settled himself in to sleep on purpose. This is exactly what he planned to do as he crossed the sea. Now remember, he had been teaching all day long in uh, literally all day long. And that's exhaustive work. I've always thought it's far more exhaustive to minister, to stand up in front of people and talk for an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever, take questions, deal with these conversations. It's far more difficult to do that than the average person realizes. And it, it's, uh, it's exhausting. It's mentally exhausting. It's spiritually exhausting. It's physically exhausting. Uh, and I, only another preacher or public speaker will understand that because the, it takes more than just the physical. It, it really drains everything from your system. So Jesus is asleep for obvious reasons, but there's a less obvious reason as far as I'm concerned that Jesus is asleep in this boat. And that less obvious reason is so that the faith of his disciples can be strengthened. And you might say, how would Jesus going to sleep strengthen their faith? Well, 
I am of the persuasion that perhaps Jesus wanted to walk on water across the others to the other side. I, I don't know. That later on, Jesus comes walking to them on the comes to them on the Sea of Galilee, walking on the water. So it shows me that Jesus wants to, at some point, cross the sea miraculously. Maybe that's a sign of, I want to take you to a different place, spiritually, in your faith. But when he tells them to go to the other side, they just push the boat off the the shore. And I wonder if there was a little look on Jesus' face like, okay, this is the way you guys want to go. It makes sense. This is how you get across water. Well, I'll sleep this one out, maybe, and this will help your faith to grow. And so he falls asleep, and then comes the question, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And this seems to be, as far as I'm concerned, a faithless question, but a typical question. And I say it, I say this because faithless in that he's told them, let's go to the other side. They don't necessarily believe they're going to make it. They don't have that kind of faith yet in Jesus. Typical for two reasons. One, it's typical for us to assume that if God isn't visibly moving, God doesn't care. We still have that. If we can't see where all the chess pieces are moving, then we think God's not at the board anymore. Or that he's intentionally keeping us in the dark. Jesus isn't intentionally keeping them in the dark. In fact, he told them everything they needed to know. Let's go to the other side. But they are allowing their circumstances to dictate their faith response. And so what happens in that is that they question the care and the concern of the Lord. I think that Jesus has entered a place of rest. He knows where he's going. He knows his father's got him. He can sleep it out. And I think you can enter a place of such true and complete rest in who you are in Christ that people will confuse your rest with a lack of concern. And it isn't lack of concern, or or at least let's say be sure it's not, That's yours to inventory. But rather, it's an eye on what God has told you to do. And you can rest through all other circumstances on the way to ending up where he has told you to be. So, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing is an obvious question. But we know, of course, he cares that they are perishing. That's why he's asleep. You say, well, that sounds counterintuitive. If he cared, he'd wake up. No, he's trying to show them how to handle this storm. Sometimes you need to learn to sleep because the world around you is chaotic and the wind blows. And if you've already been told by God where you're going, it's best to learn to sleep when you can. Rest When you can, don't stress about the things that don't affect you. Learning the difference is the great journey of the believer. More tomorrow on the response of Jesus. We'll see you then. God bless.